2: An
3: Erios original
0: Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is one of our mini episodes, which is a mini version of our longer episodes. I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stutton. And I'm producer Maria. Yeah, you are. In these mini episodes, we're going to be talking about all things weird, read emails, talk about news stories. However, this one is a little bit off the cuff. We are going to do a whole episode on Nicolas Cage. Yeah, the cage man. This is what we like to call a cage match. So get ready <laughs> oh, to <no>. oh. <laughs> get ready to fight. Nicolas Cage is all of our, I think, one of our favorite actors. Definitely national treasure. One of the best movies of all time. Mash, uh, Sick Men. One of the best movies of all
4: time. Yes. The
0: Weatherman. Uh, what's the one where he goes, ah, oh, the bees. Oh, that's, uh. Um, Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Wicker Man. We have to insert that clip. Oh, no, no not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Face Off? Face Off, oh, also so good. Sad. Yeah. Um, oh, The Rock? Con Air? Con- yeah. Oh, um, Con Air. Con Air. I mean. There's just Valley Girl's my favorite movie. I still haven't seen Valley Girl.
5: I haven't either. The original, the original with him, and it's really good. It's like it's like almost like a low budget movie. Like a lot of things don't quite add up, but it's really really good.
0: Huh. And um Vampire's Kiss is like a cult classic, which I also haven't seen. Yeah. So there's just so much. Um and then so Adaptation. Oh adaptation. Ah, uh, that was a weird one. So based off this, we like one day we were just like, let's Google Nicolas Cage. And this article came up, two articles came up. One was a mental floss article, and the other one, um, was from, the other one was from another website, which we'll find. And it was weird facts about Nicolas Cage, and he's like insane. So this episode is just us like shooting the shit and listing off these, um, Nicolas Cage facts that we found. Let's get into it, as we say. Okay, so N- Nicholas Cage was born Nicholas Kim Coppola. Right, he's a Coppola. He's a Coppola. Um, he was born January 7, 1964. He's a Capricorn. He has been oh. married one, two, three, four times wow. and divorced four times. So he's currently he, single, is what you're he's saying? Cur- he's <laughs> single and ready to mingle. Yes. <laughs> okay. um, he was married to Patricia Arquette. Right, cool, cool. Lisa Marie Presley, which was weird because he was obsessed with Elvis. Or he, is obsessed was, with he was. Elvis. To Pat- uh, he was
5: auditioning. He was audition He was married to Patricia Arquette. Yes. No. It was like a How deal. You I forget. Think I <laughs> yeah. You remember that, Craig? Nicholas Cage and Patricia Arquette. No, he doesn't know. remember that either. That must. Know that Cage, right, so <laughs> we know.
4: What's Craig yelling
6: about? He on,
5: yeah, he only married Priscilla Presley. Not Lisa Priscilla. Marie. Lisa Marie. <laughs> Lisa Marie. <laughs> because he wanted to go into Elvis's bathroom.
0: Oh, because that's where he died on the toilet, oh. right?
5: Oh, I believe that. I don't think, that's, I don't think it's true, but... It's true. Mm-hmm.
6: The night they got married, they flew to Graceland, and they went
5: and... All right, all right. Gosh. Wow. That's a good conspiracy. He, he wouldn't do that to Lisa.
0: He was married to an Alice Kim... And then he was married to a Erica Coik or something, and they got they got married in Vegas and like divorced like twenty four hours later or something. Oh like right, that. he lives
4: in Vegas because of like he tax lives, reasons. Is that
0: why? That's so trashy <gasps> and so four scary. day. They were married for four days. A makeup artist. That's yikes. Okay, so he was born Nicholas Kim Coppola, but he changed his name due to love for the comic book character Luke Cage. So that's what, where he got very cool background, Maria. Crazy. I had no idea. That's where he got the uh, the name Cage. Uh, he's a big comic book nerd. This comes in more. Oh. He's from the Coppola family. In 1995, his Academy Award for leaving Las Vegas, he won, meant that three straight generations of Coppola had won the award in a row. Oh, wow. Which what is nuts. Fa- what a family. What a great family. What a fam. Royalty. It had won what award? The Academy Award, you dumb shit. But it not for like a, not for actor. He won for Best Actor, I think, in I Leaving know. Las Vegas. But then
5: no, the then so so Francis Ford Coppola won for Godfather in the seventies. Who won for the eighties? Sophia Coppola. No, she won in the two thousands.
0: Who is okay? So there's Francis Ford Coppola. Who's his son?
4: Roman Coppola.
0: Roman
5: Polanski.
4: Oh. No. Best picture, 1975 Godfather. 1990 was the Godfather. Apocalypse Now was Francis Ford Coppola. It was the 80s. I'm just, I don't mean to like step on your toes, but
5: what you said
0: didn't make sense to me. Maybe they weren't saying different people. So who won, who won for Apocalypse Now? Francis Ford Coppola. And who won in the 70s? Francis Ford Coppola for the Godfather. Maybe they just meant the Coppola family won three times yes. in a row. Oh, okay. Well, that's somehow less impressive to me. <laughs>
4: When you got Francis Ford Coppola in your family.
5: Yeah. He's winning all over the place.
4: It's an Oscar family. That's an Oscar family. That's
5: like saying the Hanks family is the first family to win like three best actor awards and it.
4: And it's, it's Tom only Hanks. Tom twice. It's just- <laughs> i mean, Colin Hanks is—he'll
0: have maybe his time. Chet's gonna win something—a Tony. Well, he will—a Tony for Chet. Oh, no. That'd be a fun documentary—a Tony—a Tony for Chet. And it's just Chet Hanks trying to win a Tony. That would be great. I'm gonna pitch I going to pitch that to Martin. Yeah, just, just Tell Martin that that's my okay. Um okay, so <laughs> Nick Cage is obsessed with comic books we've dis- we've uh discussed. He named his second child. I don't I don't listen to I don't watch Superman. Kal, Kal-, Kal-, Kal- Kalel. 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 Kal L. Kalel. Ask ask Craig how to pronounce Kalel from Superman. He doesn't know. He's not a nerd. Do you know how to sp- <laughs> Do you know how to
5: pronounce Kalel from Superman? Do you know what Kalel is? Do you know who Kalel is? It's Superman's he birth don't, name. He doesn't know. Kal, Kal- Superman's L. Cage. birth name is Alien is Alien Man. <laughs>
4: Maria. stupid Clark, Clark Kent, right?
0: That I'm no, that's his me? alter ego. Kal L. Well, that's what he named his. I think that's his. I think that's his original name. But that anyway, Nick Cage named his kid that. <laughs> Okay. He loves comic books. Superman's debut, Action Comics one. He bought in 1997 for 110,000. Then he sold it in 2011 for a whopping 2.16 million. Damn. Yeah. In between 1996 and 2011, Cage made over $150 million. Then he spent it all and more. Oh, by purchasing a 300,000 dinosaur skull which he ended up having to return because it was uh, because um, it was stolen. It
4: was stolen.
0: Yes. Rare albino king cobras, <laughs> an octopus, multiple castles and two entire islands. Wild uh, purchases. Part of me like appreciates
5: that he's spending his money and he's not just sitting on it me too i think he's tired. he's
0: putting it back out into the economy yeah i'm pro i'm pro nick cage in all of his facets cage owns a collection of real shrunken pygmy heads what does craig want to (laughs) say he's got a nicholas cage story oh let's hear it get craig on the horn come on greg's corner craig can you come here Craig's Corner. Craig's Corner. do 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 Craig's Corner. <laughs> Welcome to Craig's
4: Corner. We need a theme song for Craig's Corner. Joran. Craig's Corner.
0: do 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 Craig's Corner. All right, you with me? Sure. Mm-hmm.
6: There was always these, always these stories of Nicolas Cage's spending habits, right? So in the year 2000, I went to the Cannes Film Festival. Ooh. Yeah, not a big deal. Anyway, while I'm there, I went with this girl I was dating at the time, and she was, we were like guests of this producer who wanted. The producer guy goes, Hey, I need you to go pick up my stars from the airport. Oh. You know, I, I don't know my. I'm like, What is this? So I get in uh, the rental car, I drive to this airport in the south of France, and I pick up David Carradine and Robert Carradine.
4: Oh, Shut my God. Up.
6: So, Robert Carradine is. The
0: dad and Lizzie McGuire.
6: No, well, that's. Well, here's. A, <laughs>
0: yes. Well, didn't he also yes, die right. of autoerotic asphyxiation? Exf- exf- exfic- slow exfic- down,
6: <laughs> slow down. Anyway, so Robert Carradine, I know him because he's the, he's the head nerd in Revenge of the Nerds. It's just one of the Oh, right. Movies. Anyway, so I got to drive them back to the chateau we're staying at. I have, you know, map quests, none of that exists. So I'm oh, trying no. to find my way back through the south of France. I'm stuck in this minivan with David Carradine and Robert (laughs) Carradine for about four hours, so we just start we just start talking about everything. Robert Carradine, well, first of all, David Carradine, you know, I'm like talking about Death Race 2000 and Kung Fu, all this stuff. He's telling me about all the old Ferraris he used to own. I'm like, oh man, going on. And then Robert Carradine tells me he goes, uh, you know, I actually am a, a race car driving instructor. When I oh. get back to the States, Nicolas Cage and I are going up to Willow Springs Raceway and I'm going to give him some lessons. Nicolas Cage rents the entire racetrack <gasps> and brings two 18-wheel car carriers stacked with sports cars. Oh, And my they God. just drive around the racetrack. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So he gives me his card and he's like, yeah, you should come out. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll come out. <laughs> Um, by the way, while I was in the van with him, he got the call from his agent that he booked the Lizzie McGuire part. I was in oh. the car. with him. <laughs> yeah, he did this. And he did this whole joke about, you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, about only being known for being a nerd and all. Anyway. So we get wow. back to the state. We get back to, you know, a couple weeks to get back to the States. I call him like every four days. Doesn't return anything. Like just oh. totally blo- he thought you were free. Check this out. Totally blows me off. About a month later, I get my Auto Week magazine. He, he, he and or he and Nicholas Cage had crashed at Willow Springs, and <gasps> Robert Carradine was all fucked up from the crash. Holy shit! You avoided death.
5: Well, but what does that have to do with <clears throat> him never inviting you? Like he said.
6: Well, he never invited. Who the fuck? you invite me to, the, you know, who, who's this guy? Right? And I'm just as far as he knows. I'm just the. Guy the chauffeur that can't find his way well, back to the chauffeur. But you're ah.
4: so much more though. But the
6: point of the matter is to rent a racetrack just him and his driving instructor with two eighteen wheelers full of high-end sports cars. That's imagine insane. the cost of that. What year was this? Well, I went in two thousand, so it most likely happened in two thousand. I haven't ever looked it up, but if you look if you Google Robert Carradine car crash, something's gotta come up because it was in the it was in uh Wow uh, auto magazine and he like messed up his spine you know it was it was a, it was oh a serious God. crash i think he crashed a porsche or something like that
5: david carradine's the one that's in dexter or
0: he's the one that died
6: david carradine's he he passed away yeah it, uh with everyone says it was auto erotic asphyxiation and then you know,
0: but it, there's a whole conspiracy that that well never mind that's very QAnon. if i was to get into that <laughs> Robert Carradine's ex car crash was attempted murder suicide. No, I don't think that's. it. <laughs> oh, that's probably a different. That's say? a different.
4: This car was crash. at
6: Willows This was at Willow Springs Raceway, which is like an hour outside of L.A., like in the middle of the desert. I mean, this is back in 2000. So, I mean, you know, but I I distinctly remember reading it in Auto Week magazine. I don't even know if Auto Week's published anymore, but
0: wow, Robert Carradine also moved to moved assets to Switzerland to avoid financial ruin. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, October twenty
4: second, nineteen ninety nine. Cage practices with Robert Carradine. Willow Springs. Well, that was before.
6: That was before the crash. Because the because oh, I was definitely yeah. at the two thousand. Uh, anyway, so that's my that's my Nicholas Cage spending mo- spending money story.
0: Wow. Well, thank you, Craig. As usual, we love Craig's Corner. <laughs>
6: Bye, ladies. Bye.
0: Bye. Craig's Corner. Craig's Corner. Do 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 do. That's Craig. Fun story. Uh, okay, where was I? Um, Cage also allegedly owns a shark and a crocodile. Um, Nicholas Cage created the acting style known as Nouveau Shamonic. Um, so he is apparently one of the only people in like the re- in modern acting to have his own acting style. Um And he says that he's actually not acting. He's channeling Um much like the shamans who recreate stories for their tribes. He thinks that he's not acting. He's like recreating. He's like stepping into the lives of these characters and like recreating their stories, like manifesting uh, them into. That's life. cool. I like that. I believe it. He calls it nouveau shamanic. Um, And then, early in his career, Cage believes strongly in method acting. Oh, I bet. To prepare for the role (laughs) of a severely wounded man in Birdie, he had his teeth pulled in real life without anesthesia to connect with the physical pain of his character. What? Why? No, No. I know. Banana town. Absolutely bananas.
4: I had this, I dated this guy, like, over 10 years ago, who he was an actor. He wasn't a very good actor, but he was like... He had to play the role of, like, a a priest or something. And he's like, the night before the role, I slept under my bed so I could know what it felt like to feel oppressed. Oh, my God. Wow. That's... It. I roll. He didn't... He hasn't really worked <laughs> since then. <laughs> Why didn't he sleep outside? I don't know. I just... it's such a weird thing to say and do oh my god (laughs) um so nicholas cage he won't eat anything that mates in an undignified way so he says i actually choose the way i eat according to the way animals have sex he said i think fish are very dignified with sex so are birds
0: what do you? What does he mean by that? I don't know. What does he mean? I think he, he by won't. That? I think he won't eat anything that has sex doggy style. I I don't know. I guess I don't know how fish have sex. Huh?
4: Underwater? Yeah. Duh. He won't have hot t- hot tub sex. So Cage once was stalked by a mime who appeared on his movie sets and followed him everywhere. It was uh, in the movie Bringing Out the Dead. yeah this is crazy like somehow this person would like break into movie sets and like claim they were an extra that's wait a minute sorry just like do the box
5: yeah was he miming as he did it like was it like (laughs) i don't know (laughs) that kardashians episode when they keep having that mime come remember that kardashians episode I, i
4: do remember that episode that's scary so weird
1: Get started today at plushcare dot com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare dot com slash weight loss.
4: In two thousand eleven, uh, some bystanders witnessed a drunken Nicolas Cage grabbing his wife by the arm in New Orleans in the French Quarter, and he got arrested. However. The person who paid his bail, posted his $11,000 bail, was Dog the Bounty Hunter.
0: That's so insane. (laughs) That is so crazy. Like, Also, it makes total sense that Nicolas Cage and Dog the Bounty Hunter would be friends. I also think I look like Beth the Bounty Hunter, who I believe is dead now, unfortunately, but I think I look like her. Give Beth the Bounty Hunter a Google.
4: Oh! I mean...
0: (laughs) No, you don't. Maybe in like (laughs) 50 years. I don't know. (laughs) No, I don't. No. I see. It's a similar vibe. I I could see vibe. Yeah. Same Energy. Same energy. Yeah, same energy. You have Beth. I have Beth the bounty bounty hunter energy. energy.
4: (laughs) Uh, So one night while living in Orange County, Nicolas Cage woke up to find a man had broken into his house and was standing over his bed naked but wearing nicolas cage's leather jacket and eating a fudge sickle that is so
0: wild what a what a weird stalker uh, and this wasn't the mime right this was someone new this is someone new Because if it was a mime, he would have been eating a fake fudgicle.
4: Yeah, he wouldn't have been eating.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's true. And he has a son named Weston who's very goth. Oh, my God. You have to Google Nicolas Cage's son Weston and you're going to be blown away. He looks like a vampire. He's 29. He lives in L.A. He's an actor. He lives in L.A., Why isn't he on Raya? That's really surprising. Maybe he couldn't get in because people don't know who he is. He's already been married twice. Wow. These cages really uh, run through. Can't lock them up. He's been married
4: three times. And he's like 20? 29. Oh, my God. He was married in 2011 to 2012 and then 2013 to 2016. And then he got married again in 2018. Wow, these uh, he's really taken after his dad with all these marriages. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Maria, have you seen a picture of him yet? Yeah,
5: I saw a picture of him the other day. Wild, right? Yeah, it's, it's wild and crazy, baby. But that's what you get with the cage, fam. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> so he also bought this haunted mansion, which is in New Orleans, which is considered the most haunted mansion in the world. And he wanted to write a book in it. It's called the LaLaurie Mansion. And it once belonged to a serial killer by the name of
0: Madame Delphine LaLaurie. I think that they actually in um, American Horror Story Coven, that series, she was one of the people who was portrayed in it.
4: Right. So he bought it in 2007, but then he lost it to foreclosure in 2009. So he lost a bunch of money on it. Craig's still wondering if it was a
0: good story or not. The the story that Craig told us?
5: Yeah, he he's just wondering if it was a good story or not. I yeah, loved it. It's a it. great
0: story. I really liked it. Great story, Craig. It's a good
4: story. Because in the 1800s, this LaLaurie serial killer, she killed many of her slaves and their spirits are said to haunt the mansion today.
0: Good, I hope they kill every Jesus. white person who enters the house.
4: He, Oh, in his movie Vampire's Kiss in 1988, he ate the cockroach.
0: It's a live cockroach. He he ate an actual. Did you live just cockroach. did you just not feel like talking about the dinosaur skull or the he bought yeah, the dinosaur skull? Yes, but then he had to return it. Yeah, because it was stolen. He was contacted by the Department of Homeland Security. Oh. And he had to steal it he had to return it to Mongolia because it was it was it was stolen from the Mongolian Gobi Desert. I feel like that's just an interesting to add. Like, it's just weird that one day, one day Nicolas Cage got a call from the Department of Homeland Security being like, excuse me, we need your dinosaur <laughs> skull back. That's just insane.
4: A Tyrannosaurus batar skull, whatever that means. Bizarre. Um, he bought a pyramid tomb in New Orleans in 2010. I've actually seen this in person. How? Where? Why? It's in a cemetery in New Orleans oh my what god is it? it's a tomb it's like there's he bought two plots of land and there's this giant tomb which uh, everyone assumes that he's probably going to be buried in when he dies yeah. but it's like this giant pyramid for That's him insane. and whoever else wants to be buried i don't there. know
5: i dig it i think that he lives his life off
4: off kilter and i'm i think it. he's great he once slept in dracula's castle he said Whoa. quote yeah man i went up to dracula's castle the ruins up in the mountains. I stayed the night. I just had to channel the energy and it was pretty spooky up there.
0: I would imagine. Where's Dracula's castle? Transylvania? I would, in Romania, perhaps? Hmm.
4: He once did mushrooms with his cat. Oh, God. He owned a um, cat named Louis. He said that he wanted to give his cat some mushrooms, too. He's like, I remember lying in bed for hours. That's so fucked. And Louis was on the desk across from the bed for hours. We were just staring at each other, not moving. But he would stare at me, and I had no doubt that he was my brother. Okay, you <laughs> right, can't give... Well, don't don't give your animal... Don't give your animal, animal mushrooms. mushrooms. That's horrible. Okay. But he also, he donated $2 million to Amnesty International and a, $1 million to the victims of Hurricane Katrina. That's nice. really
0: sweet. That's nice.
4: And so his islands, this one island he bought in the Bahamas called Leaf K, he bought it in 2006 for $3 million. And it's currently for sale. Wow. It's called for Leaf how- K? Leaf K with an L. La 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 la. It's it, for sale for eight point five million.
0: That's not that much for an island.
4: No, it's not.
0: It's 35 acres. 8K private island. We should start a Kickstarter to try to buy the island and it could just be oh, Webcrawler's Island. Webcrawler's Island. It's south of
4: Exuma. 35 acres. I mean, that's like, that's a nice size island.
0: That's really weird. I didn't know islands were that cheap. Not saying 8 million is cheap. but like, No,
4: but that is, yeah, just to buy an island, it seems like a
0: rich like, person could afford that. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, if you're, like, a movie star, you could buy an island. Yeah, David Copperfield has his own island. Okay, so I don't know if you guys listened to this episode, but I had my neighbor on a while ago who talked about food science. For those of you, uh, I can't remember if we said this, but my neighbor is also, like, a musician, and he is the creator of Emo Night, and he also... um. Produces like a lot of music videos uh, for bands and like emo bands and stuff like this. Anyways, he happens to have written and produced a song called National Treasure is the Best Movie Ever. <laughs> that kind of rhymes. And yeah, so, and we're going to play it. This is by Xander uh, Morgan Freed and uh, Green Geometro. Uh, you can find Green Geometro on Twitter. At Green Geo Metro and at Z Hall, H A W L. That's what I was told to um, shout out for this. Okay. Well it's
4: nice. National Treasure <laughs> is the best movie ever. Wow. National Treasure. Starting the cage. National Treasure.
6: National Treasure 2 Haunting is also pretty good.
3: Yeah.
4: Who is this, the National?
0: Like 10 more seconds
6: National treasure is the best movie
1: ever. National treasure
0: I think we'll post the video too I think there's like one part where it gets like really intense hold on <laughs>
1: that's not nice. that's a good
0: tune that'll be in my head And there's also an original version. That's the orchestra version. Here's the original. Hold on. It's catchy, do, no? Do,
6: do, do, mm-hmm. National Treasure Oh, wow. It's the best movie ever. National
1: Treasure Starring Nick Cage <laughs>
4: National Treasure Very Dashboard Confessional. It's the best movie
6: ever.
0: that's great Uh, anyways we will post those um so those are those are some nicholas cage anthems if you guys have nicholas cage this episode's not done yet we have a few more things to talk about but if you guys have nicholas cage things too uh anthems or poems (laughs) fan art Fan art, please send them over because I think that that would be, you know, an important part of, you know, just the web crawlers' lore. Nicolas Cage is our mascot. He's our mascot. Yeah, yeah Nicolas Cage is the mascot of web crawlers. Nicolas he Cage is? is a cryptid. Well, when they make the web crawlers movie, it's going to star Nicolas Cage. Yes, I, as I, I you, Maria. Yeah, as <laughs> producer Maria. I love as that. Nicolas Cage as producer
4: Maria. <laughs> and me and Allie will play ourselves. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> i really love No, that.
0: Beth the Bounty Hunter is going to play, play me. The bounty
4: Hunter. Nicholas Cage. She
0: passed away. I That, that doesn't stop her from uh, starring Hollywood role. <laughs> it wouldn't stop anyone. And Nicholas Cage is going to be you. Who will be Melissa? I'll play myself. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> so wait, so now we actually have one important thing to talk about and it's really crazy. We got a voicemail. Melissa, tell us about this voicemail. Okay,
4: we got a voicemail from a woman who's... Uncle is one of the private investigators we mentioned in our Johnny Gosh episode. Wild. There were a couple of private investigators. There was the Sam Soda guy who was like the shady private investigator. Then there was this one guy named Dennis Whelan, who is the guy who went to these child auctions to find see if Johnny was there. And I remember us saying like, well, if he knew these child auctions were happening, why didn't he go to the police and we got an answer.
3: Hi, uh, this is a message for web crawlers. I've been listening to you guys from the very beginning, pretty much. So I enjoy your podcast a lot. Um, so thank you. Um, I was listening to your Johnny Gosh episode, and you mentioned my great late uncle, Dennis Whalen. You also spelled, said his name wrong, but that's okay. I can get past <laughs> that. But I am going to clear his name on Facebook. You guys talking about him being a shady private investigator. My uncle was actually a really respected private investigator. Mm-hmm. And the reason I assumed that he didn't go to the police in the Johnny Gosh case was because the police were definitely part of this issue with mm-hmm. uh, sex trafficking. He also, I lived with him for a summer. He was from Omaha, which is right across the border from Iowa. I lived with him for a summer. In 1996, and one of the only things I remember him saying to me the whole entire time I lived with him was, Des Moines is full of perverts. That's a direct (laughs) (laughs) quote. So he probably did not trust anyone in the Des Moines where the jurisdiction was for Johnny to go to them. Um, Also, when the police are covering something like that, like, who are you supposed to go to? Um, he was also probably scared for his life and his family because that kind of thing happened. It, we got calls at his house from people in cases he was investigating. They would call our house and harass us. So, oh my god, just uh, letting you guys know that Denny Whalen was a very good man who also went into cults and kidnapped—well, they call it kid, kidnapped, quote unquote—the children of people that would, um, people would hire him to go into cults where his, their children had been abducted into, and he would actually get them out of the cult, take them and deprogram them so that they could go back to their regular life. That's amazing. Uh, Holy that He got it. He, he caught a charge for that, but uh, he always, he, he didn't care about breaking the law as long as he knew that he was going to help someone's family. He was very good at what he did. He found a lot of kids. Um, and so I just wanted to put that out there. He's not somebody that was shady, and he believed Noreen Gosh, and he did everything he could to help find Johnny. I'm pretty sure they kept a you know relationship going all through the rest of the years he was alive. He died um, probably 10, 15 years ago, so uh, he's no longer with us. But I appreciate you guys keep doing the show wow wow so
0: we were totally whatever we said about denny whelan i believe we said whalen it's
4: whalen Whel- sorry, sorry denny because i was like uh, private investigators tend to take advantage of people who are like looking for their missing children and so i was like well i wonder if he might have been one of those people but no he's like a legit no. private investigator and then i googled him he, his obituary is pretty fascinating. What did it say? He made a career out of solving unsolved crimes, locating missing children, and freeing the innocent. In 1987, Wayland found himself in trouble when he tried to expose a religious cult. He eventually succeeded in rescuing a Colorado college student from the Moonies, but charges were filed against Wayland. So apparently oh she escaped and she went back to this cult. And they go to the prosecutor and they charge him with kidnapping. They're like, he stole this kid from this cult. And then they eventually got the charges dismissed. Um, And then the lawyer said he always knew that Waylon was one who operated on the edge. He would go the extra mile to track someone down and solve a difficult case. Um, He also said... I used to say it's possible to hide from the law, but it's impossible to hide from Denny Wayland. Oh, that's terrible. Wow. He said that he, yeah, that's awesome. He also helped solve the murder of Mary Kay Harmer, who disappeared in 1975 after attending a Hell's Angels party. Uh, with Wayland's help, Harmer's skeleton was found in a Carter like manhole more than eight years later. Oh, my God. Uh, Davis said, we obtained his immunity and he testified and Red Nesbitt was convicted of murdering that little girl. And more recently, Whalen dedicated his time to the organization Free the Innocent. In his basement office, he poured over old evidence trying to free people he believed had been falsely convicted. So
0: what? This is a cool guy. Yeah, this is a seriously cool, a cool dude. He's a hero. That's amazing. So glad we got this voicemail and we have the coolest listeners ever. I feel like every time we do an episode, we find out someone who's like somehow related to the case. Yeah. So anyway, Denny Whalen, not a shady private investigator. Not a shade. Quite, quite the opposite. Um, anyways. So if you, that was our, our Nick Cage, uh, Cage match. <laughs> if you guys uh have any uh thing to say about Nicholas Cage. Melissa, where can people uh It sounds cool when you call him Nicholas Cage instead of Nicholas. Nick Cage. Nicholas. I
4: call him just Nicholas.
0: I don't need just cage. Nicholas if, if <laughs> anyone has anything to say about Nicholas Melissa where can people reach us
4: you can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Reddit
0: and also uh, please make sure to join our Patreon every few days I am reading some Bigfoot erotica oh it is enthralling <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Also, we have an ACast supporter page, so if you want to tip us a dollar or two, or two, a dollar or two, you can go there. Or three or four. Melissa, what's our ACast supporter page? You know, I would think it's. it's prime. just a link on the on the, uh, the, there's a link in the like episode you, notes there's a link in the episode so just go there if you feel like it
5: or don't have you made any more money has because i know you had gotten that one dollar if you think that i can get into our Acast page you're insane
4: let's try. i am i'm looking right now
5: i know allie has been trying to get a password for the a cast page from um almost a year oh i see the supporter page let's see drum roll please um okay okay what here we go so we've got marissa with bigfoot's dick she gave three dollars diane robbins gave ten dollars oh my
4: god she's our patron
5: and she said i challenge all web crawlers listeners to donate to help ali melissa and maria buy a hype hyperbaric chambers so they can recover after their deep, deep dives into mysteries and conspiracies in their search for the truth.
4: Wow. Oh my
5: god, Diane. Kevin W. gave $13. Wow.
0: Lucky number. And he he says
5: honk, 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 (laughs) honk. and then Care Bear 77 gave $10 oh my, oh my god. god and they said i love the urban legends episode i have listened to it several times and oh just god. crack up every time you should definitely have paul back on for a part 2 of urban legends or just for any funny topic wow guys you That's really are doing crazy. this acat
0: supporter stuff i am so appreciative this You've is made so just fun under
5: $40 wow
0: holy shit we're rich
5: and just Here so you guys go. know, we're gonna go buy that island. Hell we yeah. we
0: have been donating some of our Patreon money, Patreon money to um, important charities for yes. um, all the things that have been going on in the world lately. So your money not only goes to making this podcast better, but also goes to good causes all around the world. So we are very appreciative of all of you. Anyways, uh, that is about it. I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Honk, honk, honk Craig's oh, Corner. Oh, Craig's oh, Corner. do 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 I'm Craig. Bye. <laughs>
5: Powered by
1: My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.
2: Hold up.